Well, thank you, Liam, for joining us um, post-Christmas pre-Birmingham. Um, first of all, just how's the, the squad looking? I gather that Andy and Ross are both now full training. Does that mean that they're in contention for St Andrews? No, it's st still too early for, for those guys. Um, but yeah, in a couple of weeks, hopefully they'll be in contention to be involved. I think, uh, yeah, it's making sure that you get the right work into them so that when they uh, are available for selection, they stay available and don't, you know, don't, we don't put them any unnecessary extra risk by rushing it. So they're very close. They're, like I said, they're doing some full training um, and have been for a week or so. So they're, they're a lot closer, which is good news. I've yet to meet Ross. I imagine it's a bit like a caged animal, though, isn't he? He must be desperate to um, return to first-team action. And you've got to quell that a little bit and say, look, it's, it's long-term rather than short-term in your case. Yeah, no, he's, he's desperate to get back. Um, and again, I think, you know, his experience and his character will, will, will definitely add to the group in terms of, you know, the qualities that he's got. So looking forward to seeing him back fully and playing in games, to be fair. I think he's, he's obviously, you know, had a, a challenging period, but at the same point, he would have definitely developed some other, other skill sets and attributes, you know, in terms of resilience and coping strategies. And I think, you know, it's never nice to miss the game, but sometimes it, it you know, that, that hunger in your belly grows even bigger. So he's definitely got that and he's, he's desperate to get back. And when you win 4-1 away from home, I imagine there's a temptation to name an unchanged side for the next match. But how much of you is also wary of fatigue and rotation? Yes, yeah, it's, it's something that, I've always said it, team selection is something I'll never ever take lightly. It's the hardest part of the job. Um, and, and we're at that stage, especially when you look at it, obviously in, in season we go Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, whereas if you look at the programme now, it's almost doing like a Saturday, Tuesday, Friday. So you actually get a day less uh, in between the second and third game. So there's a, there's a lot of bits we have to look at. We have to make sure, you know, whether it be previous injury history, whether it be, you know, fatigue from recently, uh, you know, whether it be, you know, form, whether it be the game plan in terms of how we think we, you know, we can hurt the opposition. There's so many factors that go into, you know, selecting a team. Um, you know, obviously, we, you saw at the weekend that we changed, you know, Joe Williams and, and Matty James in terms of, obviously, with Puck, but nothing to do with how Jamo's done, just in terms of freshness and, and energy. And I thought Joe was outstanding when he came in, to be fair. So I think it's nice to be able to have that, you know, that competition in the group uh, in certain areas, which, you know, we need to make sure that we add. Uh, and whether that be players returning or obviously a little bit in January, I think that, that competition and that, you know, people understanding it's about the team and that we will make tweaks and changes, you know, to, to make sure that, you know, we are we're in the best place possible to compete to win. And it's encouraging that you said after the game at Watford that you think the team can do even better. Um, is that a case of a bit of keeping the players' feet on the ground, but also where can they, how can they do better? Yeah, and I, and I didn't want it to come across like I was belittling the positive stuff because there were so many positives to come from the game. I thought the control out of possession... You know, especially the second goals, bits we'd worked on in terms of how we go from block to press. You know, some of the moments in possession, you know, uh, the control we had at times, the, the areas we got into were, were excellent. I think it was more my, my little bits, I think, in terms of how and where we can improve. And we had a chat with the players about it was just the little moments of, you know, high level focus. So not, not shifting momentum and giving up control by a little, you know, taking too long on the ball or an extra touch or misplaced pass. You know, those little bits where, you know, they, they can be big momentum shifters, but I think it's just kind of that mindset of, look, if, if the opposition is going to get anything against us, they're going to have to work for it and we're not going to give them anything. So they, they were the little bits for me that, again, you know, I, I think what also excites me is that room for growth and that, that area where we can get better with the basics. And, and again, I think, like I said, so many, so many positives to come from it. You know, overall, I was obviously extremely pleased. 
Um, but again, that, that tiny bit of me where I always look at, you know, what did we do well? What can we do better? You know, it's kind of ingrained in me. And in the short time I've known you, it's clearly um, you're, you're about the next game rather than talk of playoffs and, and things like that. But psychologically, if you were to go into the new year in the top six, what, what would that mean? <laughs> that we're in the top six. <laughs> no, I think as I know, for me, I think the biggest the biggest thing is, is momentum is uh, you know, taking confidence from it. And, and confidence is a big thing, right? I think in football, people talk about you don't want to be overconfident, which again, I think is really important. At the same point, you don't want to be low on it. You have to work really hard to, you know, to keep it kind of in, in, a, in a sweet spot, as I talk a lot around. So I think it's, it's you know, performances when you're playing like we are and you've won some games helps. It's a lot easier, I think, to uh, not get too high than it is to not get too low. So again, I think that in terms of where the group at, I think what we what the lads have really bought into, though, is that, that cultural aspect of what we're trying to build. Of It's about, you know, the next 90 minutes coming up. It's about making sure that, you know, behaviourally, we're not we're not an emotional roller coaster in game or in between games, and that we understand it's such a long, relentless season that you know it's, it's making sure that the behaviours that you know we, we show in each game, the plans, the work that we do daily in training, you know, is where it needs to be because then ultimately that that allows you to be ready to to go and perform and win at this level. And can you just describe the challenge that Birmingham will provide? Because from the outside, as a layman, they seem to be struggling. They lost at home to Stoke, but. I guess you assess as much their strengths as much as their weaknesses that um, appear to be apparent at the moment. Yeah, I think it makes them dangerous, especially at home. I think in terms of, you know, we all have uh, that fighting spirit in us. So again, I'm, I'm sure in terms of, you know, they'll be looking to respond. They'll be looking to, you know, to change their their, their form, their run. Um, so again, I think that, you know, for me, any any game you go into, you have to do the same work, the same preparation, the same mindset, the same behaviours. You know, the margins are so fine at this level that it, it can easily shift either way. So, again, for me, it's, of course, we've done our work and, you know, identified their threats, identified, uh, you know, where we think we can hurt them. Uh, and, then, and then it's it's, it's making sure we go into the game and controlling what we can. So we can control, like I said, our plan. We can control how we apply ourselves. We can control the level of focus we put into the game, uh, the level of competitiveness that we carry. So it, it always shifts back to us and what we can control and what we can do. And it's our final press conference of 2023. You've been at the club for a few weeks now. Can you just tell me where you think Bristol City are at as we head into a new year? Yeah, I think we're still. I think we're still progressing. I think we're still in the early, you know, the early stages of of a journey of where we're going to grow. I think as a team and as a you know as a not just what you see on a Saturday. I think bits behind the scenes are, are you know there's a lot of work that goes into some of the processes that we have. So you know whether it be you know the preparation for a game, whether it be reviewing a game. You know, there's a, there's there's still a huge areas for me that we can we can make big gains in, um, and it's definitely it's growing all the time, it's improving all the time as relationships do, and as we kind of go through this you know this this journey where we've had a, a tough run, we've had a good run, it's you know going through some of those and learning from them, which I think is you know massively important, and and that's the bit that excites me. I think there's so much potential, you know, both on and off the pitch. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, uh, hi, Liam. It's Tristan here, at Bristol. For life. Um, you said after the Blackburn game that you felt that you might have been overloading the players um, with information and stuff um, and what you wanted to try and get across. Given the results have turned since then, does that mean you've tweaked or simplified it or changed the message and instructions at all? Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, good question. I think in terms of... Um... We, we 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 had a look at it. I think that in terms of the the volume of games and quick succession, then and 
And sometimes you need to go through that, I think, to come out the other side. So we made, we made small tweaks, but then the last two games, the, the information's been as what it was pre-Blackburn. So again, I think it, it's sometimes, you know, in terms of stepping back a little bit to observe, to reflect on what we're giving the players, because normally that we have to give them what they need to go and perform. And I think that's the key to it. We have to adapt ourselves a little bit rather than, you know, forcing everything on them, going, right, we're doing it irrespective. I think sometimes it's just tweaking little bits where, you know, whether it be a little bit less video work or, you know, just delivering it in a slightly different way or, you know, maybe doing a bit extra on the grass instead of the meeting room. I think we, we looked at a little couple of bits like that. But again, I think we're back to where we were pre-Blackburn anyway in terms of the last couple of games. So it's definitely something I, me, the staff, we always go away. We analyse ourselves. We reflect on what we give the players, how we operate, how we communicate and, and go through the same process we do when we analyse their performance. Because ultimately, I think it, like I said, it's about us making sure we give the players everything they need to be able to go and execute, you know, the game plan or you know deliver to the highest level that they're capable of thank you um you've you showed a lot of faith in in taylor garden hitman lately um as almost the kind of like the senior central midfielder although obviously mate james is the, is the elder statesman and um, what stood out to you about his performances why what what's made him what you know one of the names on the team sheet that seems to be there all the time yeah, I think I think Taylor's has really progressed since since we've been here. Again, I know he, he had a couple of games where he's out the team, which he obviously wasn't happy about, as none of the lads should be or are. And again, I think what he did, uh, Huddersfield away, he came on and responded in the right way for me and did everything that we'd want in terms of, you know, a bit of a reaction. And I think he brings an element of composure and quality. You know, his delivery on set pieces has been been hugely impactful. Um, and he's got that in terms of where he can step and join in attacks as well. Um, but, but I think at the same point, what, what helps him is he's got two terrific pros pushing him as well. So again, I think when I look at, you know, Joe Williams, I thought was outstanding, like I said, against Watford. Jamo's been terrific as well, obviously, you know, in Sunderland and Hull as you know, in those those fixtures, we've got three battling it out, to be fair, which for me is what you need. You know, I think you can, we can work it so that everybody pushes everybody. And yeah, I'm going to have to make changes at time that, you know, they're probably not going to like, but I think it's them understanding and communicating with them. It's about the team, but you know, I've been really pleased with the three of them, to be fair. He's obviously um, on loan at the moment, and the agreement with West Brom is to make it permanent. Is that something that you might do in January, or is do you have to wait till the summer? Yeah, it's the option to make it permanent. So again, I think it's one of those where we don't need to rush into anything. I think, um, yeah, there'll be discussions ongoing behind the scenes for us to go right. What does that look like? And and, and obviously, you know, take our time to make sure that it's right for everybody. Okay, and you mentioned um, mentioned him earlier, and he was the man of the match at Watford, Joe Williams. Um, it's great to see him back because he needs to kind of build up that those, a run of performances, doesn't he? Yeah, he's been you know he's had injury problems um, for the for, for a long time. Um, he's uh, given he's out of contract at the end of the season. Is it, is that is his contract something that you've discussed with him or or Brian Tinian yet? No, it's still the early stages, I think, in terms of where we're at. I think like, I've been delighted with Joe. It's, it was a little unfortunate, obviously, when we came in. He, he hadn't played before we, we first came in. He'd been out, I think, for four or five weeks, whatever it was. Um, so he, he's had to be a little bit patient. But again, I thought he was, like I said, I thought he was excellent uh, against Watford. He's one that we have to be a little mindful of, just in terms of you know, the, the volumes of games in such a quick succession. He's obviously not done that in a while. So he, we have to make sure we manage and look after him. Um, and then the contract stuff is just, for me, that's not 
not prior, it's probably a priority for him, but not for us at the moment, just in terms of we need to take time to assess things, get to January, see where we're at with that. Um, and then there'll be discussions that will happen in the future. But for me, as always, face-to-face yeah, -face contact, you know, uh, communication with the players to discuss things like that. And, you know, for me, it's you know, really important how we do it. So when the time's right, that will happen. Thank you. Uh, Joe, do you want to go? Yeah, sure. Hi, Liam. Um, you mentioned uh, about Anis and how he's kind of grown with confidence. Obviously, he had a, a few games in the side. But as always, when one player comes in and has a run, it means someone has to drop out. I just wondered how Sam Bowles uh, kind of reacted to um, not be not have as much uh, game time recently as he'd have liked. Yeah, I, think, I have to say in terms of how he's responded is how he should and how I expect. He's kept his head down. His attitude's been excellent. He's worked extremely hard. He's been ready to, you know, contribute to the team when when called upon. I thought he, he did a really good job when he came in against Hull. I thought in terms of, you know, the, the couple of crosses he got in, a couple of the runs down that he made down the side the back behind the opposition. I thought, you know, he did that. And, and again, as we know, the season's so long, there's so many factors that, you know, you'll get another opportunity, you know, in the near future. It's then making sure that your head's in a good spot and your body's in a good spot so that, you know, you can you can make the most of it. And do you have to approach that a bit differently with uh, younger players when they're not in the side as opposed to... You know, the likes of Matty James, Andy Weidman, is it a bit more arm around the shoulder or does it kind of depend on the individual, would you say? Yeah, it depends on the individual. Again, I, for me, I think that in terms of I, there's levels of communication, I like to, as much as possible, like to feed back to the players and I like to discuss with them. And, and then there's also sometimes where I think, you know, sometimes you actually need to kind of leave them and let them develop some coping strategies or, you know, and I think that the players get it. They know when people are performing well. I think there's also that element to it, but... Like I said, it's, it's everybody prioritising the team, and whether you're, you know, whether you're on the bench, whether you're not in the squad, whether you're starting, I think it's making sure that you do everything so that the team, you know, is in the best place possible. You know, simple as like today, we obviously do, you know, some eleven v eleven work to get ready for the game. We do attacking, defending, set pieces. The, the lads that aren't in the team, you know, can only uh, they have to do their best job to make sure the starting lineup's ready and best prepared. Because ultimately, you're letting them down if you don't, you know, apply yourself properly. So I can't speak highly enough of the players that haven't. Probably had the minutes they want, but again, I think it's like I said, it's, it's making sure that you know when, when called upon, everybody's ready and good to go. And I think you mentioned uh, on Cal, he's suffered a, a bit of a setback. Is that is that right? Yeah, a little bit of a setback. We're just kind of finalising that now, so we'll be able to give you some more news in the in the near future. But yeah, unfortunately, he's had a little bit of a setback. Is that his hamstring? Isn't it? Is that right? Yeah, it's to do with that. Yeah, no problem. Um, uh, just another player I wanted to pick out, Cam Pring. Un under the previous manager, he was kind of forward, got forward as much as possible on every occasion. Um, and the first few matches like, under yourself, he, he kind of seemed a bit reluctant to do that as much. But over the last kind of three or four games, he really seems to have got that balance spot on between attacking and de defending. Like, you must be really pleased with the kind of progression he's shown, both tactically and attacking-wise. Yeah, he's, I think... I think... As with all the lads, I think they're just their clarity and what we're asking them to do is growing. So again, I think you can see that with the connections, with the shape of the team, with you know the way we play. I think they're they're starting to grasp it. And as, as I always said, is I said it after QPR, they they quickly created the shapes that we wanted, but didn't know how to play it too well. I think what you've seen is now they're starting to play the shape better. Um, and I think what the what the structure of the team and there's always a balance to it. I don't want it to be robotic. I want players to playoff position so that you can repeat good over and over again but also have an element of freedom within that so that 
you know, they they don't feel like they're you know playing with shackles, and I think there's nothing worse for a footballer. I think there's a, a real fine balance to give him clarity, but also freedom off of it. So, I think Pringy, we're asking him to do a lot physically as well, which again doesn't go unnoticed. I think he's, you know, the way we're asking him to join in attacks, but then also recover back into you know left back. He's he's done a really good job of that. Um, and again, I think he's someone that's got a huge amount of room for growth and you know progress as well. I think there's so many positive aspects to his game and also so many areas he can improve at as well, which is the bit, you know, like with a few of the lads I said after the game in the weekend that excites me. Yeah, and obviously just on the transfer window, only a few days until uh, January 1 opens, uh, obviously there's been a bit of talk about um, bringing in maybe an attacking reinforcement in January if possible. Uh, another position, uh, there's kind of been a bit of concern over the last few months, uh, even before your arrival, was the goalkeeper position. Obviously, Max has been brilliant this season, um, but in terms of depth, if he was to, say, get injured, there isn't really a recognised, experienced goalkeeper at the club. So I just wondered if that was uh, a position on anyone's minds about potentially dipping into in the, in the transfer window. No, as it stands, happy with Steph, to be fair. Steph's trained really well. He's performed well in the 21s game. So, again, I think in terms of you know what we've got there at the minute, I'm, I'm quite happy with... You know, the, the the quality, the depth, the competition we've got there. So, again, I think it's, it's not an immediate priority for me. OK. And just finally, on Ross, obviously, as you say, it's important to be really steady in his recovery. Obviously, City fans haven't actually had a chance to see him yet uh, on the pitch. I just wondered if you could give them a, a little bit of an insight as, in, as to him in, in terms of his traits and attributes, really. Yeah, uh, uh, I think the fans will like him a lot. I think in terms of if you... He's got a, an element of bite, an element of aggression. He uh, he drives and demands a standard, which I really like. Uh, you, you definitely see that out of possession with how aggressive he is, which, again, is a, a strength. And then in, in, in possession, he, he'll get forward, he'll join in attacks, he's got good range. And obviously, he's, you know, he's, a, he's someone who's played games at a really good level, so he's an experienced one as well. So, again, I think he's he's someone that's definitely going to uh, you know add to the group massively when he's when he's available for selection. Great. Thank you for your time, Liam. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you, Liam. Thank you. Cheers, gents. Thank you. Appreciate that.